WBAB. 102.3 WBAB. Long Island's only classic rock. Roger and JP. It's just after 8 o'clock. Well, Sal Valentinetti is here. What's the going voice. on, guys? Hey, man. And we'll be talking to him next. Who knew he's the owner of a massive couch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing he's got to his name besides sold-out shows and being on TV and singing with Heidi Klum. And what a whirlwind hey, you are It's just a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. She fall, you start throwing supermodels around. What happened the other night? Nah, nah, you know what? They they don't exactly let you throw supermodels <laughs> around until you get to a certain level of fame that yeah, I have no. not achieved yet. <laughs> You'll so. get there. So, no, no, if, if I had actually thrown Heidi Klum to the ground, there would have been about six large security guards on top of that within seconds. All right, man. But, but it was a lot of fun. It was, a, it was a great show, and we got a great response from it, too. So Cool. We'll get into the Paramount shows and everything else that's gone on in your life in the last two years. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're 21? Yeah. Dude, you have the Disgusting. world. But look at me. Don't ever leave your house until you, you have the world by the balls. Do you understand? <laughs> by the balls. Talk more with Sal next. 102.3 WBAB. Long Island's only classic rock. Roger JP. 102.3 WBAB. Long Island's only classic rock. Roger and JP. It's uh, 8.04, partly sunny and 43 degrees today. Sal, the voice, Valentinetti, a Beth Page boy, welcome to the studio. Good to have you here. And Thanks for having me. Listen to this kid. Wait, let me tell you. For what is a man? What man. has he got? If not himself, then he has not. Just killing it. Enough of this hack. I want to hear me now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have the voice of your dad or your uncle. You know what I mean? Like an older, mature guy. Yeah. At 21 you know, years old. That's it's, Sal. It's all, the, uh, it's all the New York pollution and the secondhand smoke. Where did, you, does it. where did you go to high school? I went to Holy Trinity. Did you, did did you sing? Did you perform there and stuff? Or? I did. I, I actually went to Holy Trinity because it... Uh, it had a big presence in the arts, and I was playing the baritone horn, okay. which, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's like a trombone and a tuba had, like, an ugly kid, <laughs> right. right? So I got into the advanced concert band at Holy Trinity, and my mother got me private lessons. Ooh. I was 15 years old. I was in my basement all summer learning Flight of the Bumblebee right. on, on this stupid horn. And uh, the guy goes, oh, I, want you to, I want you to play something that you want to play. And I said, ah. There's this song by Bobby Darren. I don't know the name of it. And it goes like this. And I sang Mac the Knife. Okay. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Put the tuba down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Step away from the instruments. <laughs> he tested me for tone and pitch, and the rest is history. Wow. I, I, My first show ever at, at Holy Trinity, my first big show was Guys and Dolls. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get Nathan Detroit because Sinatra did Nathan Detroit. And I didn't. I, I passed it up to a great, great actor, this kid, Rob Milano, taught me a lot more about standing out. Okay. So uh, I, I played this role called Harry the Horse, right? <laughs> who was a, who was a degenerate gambler from Brooklyn. Okay. So my mother said, oh, perfect. <laughs> Your Uncle Richie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like someone we'd have over on Christmas Eve. Exactly. And uh, yeah, and and I kind of I grew more confident on stage. Now, I've played football in high school up right. until then. Yeah. So you know I was, you know catching catching crap from the rest of the guys. But right. At the same sure. time, I I didn't know I was building something. You know, it, it would it would turn into something huge like this. Because I never watched America's Got Talent until I heard this kid from Long Island was yeah. singing like Sinatra. Yeah. And I heard you do Mac the Knife and I, the Bobby Dan and I'm sitting. I'm like. Whoa! 
Whoa, and I said to Roger, I'm like, you got to watch this. And then you were going, and then you were going, and it was starting to take off. You don't know how many times I've sung that song and pictured in my head the band, the lights, and everything. Because you know? what wow. I was going to say to you is that you went out there as a 21-year-old kid, or were you 20 at the time, 21, whatever. 20. Like, you had balls like church bells. <laughs> like, you did not look right. Ra- everybody else had a sense of, like, you know, everybody's nervous. I mean, yeah. it's the first time. It's yeah. on a big stage. There's important people in front of you. And you went out there like you were singing to your little cousins. I used to be a quiet kid. Oh, I yeah. used to be quiet. Yeah, I used to get made fun of. I'm a bigger guy. It's, uh-huh. You know, I, I used to wear glasses. I like listening to Sinatra at you know nine years old, which is where'd you get that's that not from? Normal. Is that just what was my in your grandmother? House? Your grandmother? My grandma. When I was like two, three years old. I would go over to my grandmother's house, and uh, she would we'd watch her stories in the afternoon, which is why I'm so messed up in the head. Right. Stories, yeah. stories, general hospital stuff. Yeah, like that. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And One then, life to live. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Days of our these such are the days of our lives. Can you believe Luke and Laura <laughs> broke up? Sons of bitches. Grandma's stories. That's great. That's exactly I tried to disconnect myself from that as much as possible. Yeah. She used to play, uh, it was uh, uh, WNEW and WHLI okay. were the two stations. Okay. And uh, we used Music to. Music of your life. Yeah. She used to, we used to dance until my mother father came pick me up. But it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't the, the dancing part. It was just that. That connection that I had with my grandmother and that the what that music brought back for me when I would listen to it. She passed away. Okay. The music was all I had to remember her by. So I used to listen to it all the time and, and it became a part of my life just like, you know, just like rock and roll is to your listeners. Right, right, they right. get in the car and they're singing along to absolutely every song because it's what they love. Right. I was singing along to this music because I had a, a visceral connection to it. Ooh. Spell visceral. V. Oh boy, it's an SAT. Listen, listen. If you if you're out there, you you're ready, getting ready to get into college. A great SAT word. Visceral. V i c e r a l. Visceral. I can't tell you the, the origin. No, nah, you got that. it wrong. Nah, v- did I get it wrong? V i s c. V i s c. Is it V i s c? We yeah. both knew that. Well, that's what spell check is for. <laughs> That's why I love ducking spell check. <laughs> Isn't it the So you best? get out on stage, and you're not. Yeah. This is what the thing that got me. You weren't only confident enough to sing and look really relaxed, but then you're like talking with J Lo, like, "Hey, J Lo, what's going on?" <laughs> like, yeah, you were just, and, and then that's when I found out you were like 20. Yeah, well, I was, I was 19. Lopez, I like was 19 when American Idol had. And uh, and that's where I met J Lo and and right. I think that's where. Oh, that's right, because you did Idol first, and yeah. then you did America's Got Talent. My uncle Joe, my uncle Joe. I used, like I said, I used to be bullied, and my uncle Joe kind of got me out of it. He said, "Doesn't matter how many friends you have in this world, as long as you're yourself. Right. You know, as long as they're friends with who you are, that's fine. That's cool." And so I, I was myself, and it ended up working out. I, I was an individual. You know, people people knew who I was when I walked around, right. just because I was different from everybody else in a good way. And uh, my Uncle Joe got me to try out for American Idol, basically saying, listen, kid, it doesn't matter what you sing or, or what you say, I know they're going to love you. He bet oh. me his Range Rover. He had a Range Rover. Okay. He bet me his Range Rover. Nice he goes, bet. for the rest of the summer, you could use it if they don't love you. So that morning, I put on, like, my button down, my jeans, my scapatels, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I, I'm, I'm taking myself out to lunch in my new car. I'm not getting on a reality <laughs> show. Right. Lo and behold, I got on. And, and it worked out really well. And the the way the way I interacted with the judges was the way I would interact with with any of my friends, any people I meet on the street. Right. I treat the janitor with the same amount of respect as I treat the CEO. Dude, your parents killed it with you. 
Oh yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, because nah. you know what I'm saying. Because a lot of 20 year old kids, 21 year old kids, yeah, they're no. pricks. You want to smack the snot out of. Oh, I try, I've, I've done it before. Yeah, I've done it before. Look, the, all, all the bouncers at McKeebs know me and my friends. McKeebs. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Rest in peace, McKeebs. <laughs> 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 all right, we got uh, more with Sal, uh, the voice, Sal. in a couple of minutes. I want to uh, ask you questions about your mom. I want to talk about the, uh, about the Paramount shows. Um, yeah, up. The Cadillac parked in the parking lot. Yeah, you're funny with the Cadillac, dude. I love that thing. <laughs> it's like 65. Like this guy. You are. You're like He's a, an old soul. You're like a 65-year-old dude, man. <laughs> yeah, because when you're that old, you don't care about what people think. All right. I don't care about what people think, and I'm 21. That's awesome. That's a dangerous dude, thing. I'm telling you. You're going to be all right, dude. Whether it's um, whether it's singing or being a wise-ass on a stage somewhere or yeah. whatever it is, you're going to do all right. More with Sal The Voice coming up next right now. Here's Ted. Your BAB, Sunrise Toyota. Long- I'm from JP. It's a... Uh, 822, partly sunny, and 43. Sal, the boys, Valentinetti from Beth Page, my original hometown. Oh, really? I was born in Good Sam. I grew uh, up yeah, for about eight, nine years in Beth Page. All right. All right. St. Martin's down there on, uh, was it Central Avenue? Central Avenue, St. Martin yeah. Tours. Yeah, there you go. St. Martin <laughs> Tours. That's what I was going to say. I'm a good Catholic school boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to church. <laughs> and we were talking to Sal. He's still, like, we were talking about, you know, you, you've made some money now. Have you moved out? And he's like, well... Not I, exactly. I tried. Don't. You know what? My my mother, my mother, it's funny. She goes, you don't like it, leave. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, until, I you, can go, now. until you go to leave and it's where you going. Yeah, it's like, now you're going to make your father very upset. <laughs> so I renovated the apartment and I got the couch. Everybody you think in their life has the couch. It's the ridiculous part. Listen, I didn't need to buy something that crazy. Right. I could, I, I'm, I'm, me and my friends, we could sit on folding chairs, we're fine. Right. I got this ridiculous thing like from from Bob's that you sink into, and it has all the power recliners and right. everything. It's got USB ports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's loaded. It's got, I th- it's got more options than my Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. The uh, is your mother? Do you have one of those mother those mothers who's bragging to all her friends about her son? My son's doing this, and my son's singing, and they do the like. Are they gonna, her call, friends start I to call. Hate her? I call my little sister poor Liz. Because okay. everywhere my parents go, the first thing out of everyone's mouth is, "Where's Sal? What's Sal doing? What's it?" Right, and like it, it's like my sister just disappears. Yeah. She becomes uh, invisible. She's, look, she's a, she's a, a fantastic student. She's getting scholarships to all the schools around Post, Hofstra, right. everything. That's she's right. going in for pre med. Okay, like this, this kid's a G. I'm not. Literally, I'm I'm a, I'm an idiot with a camera in front of me. Right, it's, I, you know, it's like I'm a I'm a. But you can sing with the best of them. Dude. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I could sing. I, I you know, right. I don't know about with the best of them. Let's hope so. But my my sister's great. She's a great, great kid, and and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Let's talk about you. <laughs> By the way, while you listen to this, if you want to watch it as well, we're on Facebook Live with Sal, yeah. the voice from Beth Page, and go. so you can watch the whole thing and be in the studio with us while this is going on. Uh, let through, me through Facebook. Let me hear the uh, the Mac the knife, Brett. Yeah, this is killing. How you doing, I'm a shedis. Sally's back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, look at Sally Mendel. How you doing, Heidi Blue? And Miss Melanie Brown. Yo, how hot is she? Who? Mel. Melanie Brown? Yeah. She's attractive. Is it a mess when you get up close? <laughs> no. 
Tell no. the truth. No. Well, they, they, you know, it's all makeup. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about it. It's, it's all makeup. Okay. But she's a, no, they're, they're very, very, very pretty late. They, they, these people, you know how much these people spend on staying healthy and looking good? Right. You know, it's that, the hardest thing I ever did was lose 50 pounds. How'd you do it? Ready for this one? I did it too. It sucks. <laughs> Ready? Diet and exercise. Yeah, me too. Oh my god! Uh, there's, there's so many people want to throw their cars into a guardrail. They're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I know. He's diet got and the exercise. secret. He's got yeah. the yeah. No, it's, no, it's just not eating. Not eating Burger right. King is, right. a, is a big part of it. Yeah, and it's tough. It's tough, especially for people who work. I'm traveling all the time. I'm in a different yeah. state every weekend. I'm in an airport. You know, what are my right. options? Mm-hmm. It, it's really, really hard. So it, now when you go out and do these, you, you just did two shows at the Paramount and you have another one Thursday? I have another one oh, Thursday. How cool was that to do it in front of the home crowd? Oh, my God. It was awesome. It's it, it, it's like, see, you don't, you pinch yourself every time you have a moment like this. Right. You know, your whole hometown is out for you. They're all out rooting, screaming your name. It's it, It's an incredible feeling. It's irreplaceable. I never knew that I could dream this big. That's a, that's the biggest question they asked me on a show. But you were was, dreaming big. You said that, but well, not this big, huh? I, no, no. You see, you, you have, you know, you have dreams. You you up in front of a up in front of a lecture class in your underwear. That's never going to happen, right. hopefully. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's it's nuts. You, you they go they go to me. They go, Sal. Is this everything you've ever dreamed of? And I and I sat back and I thought about it. And they're like, Sal, Sal, like come come back yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? No. I never dreamed of this. I never. I, well, I how never far dr- did it go? You said you used to see yourself with the lights and everything. How far did you allow the dream to go? I I I would dream like I was at the Copa like fifty years ago. Okay. Like I never knew. I never knew that this could happen today. And I, and of course you dream it. You never right. like. Oh yeah, that's that's it's, gonna happen. Especially with the music you're singing. Yeah. You, you know. know I I I will say this that. You know, I, I always, I always kept very realistic expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I went, uh, I go to St. John's University. I'm, I'm still enrolled over there, and I'll, you know, I'll start back up with classes when, when I have time. What's your major? It was a mass communications with a minor in business. Stop. Yeah. Oh, get rid of the communications major. <laughs> Why? I'm, get rid of it. Well, I did, I did You're WSJU literally... radio. Oh, <laughs> look at that! You are lighting your money on fire. Uh, you want to be a bit, especially doing what you're doing. Yeah. Business. Business. Because you don't want anybody else controlling That was mind. my minor. Yeah. So I was taking all business classes, too. Dude, that's the answer. For you, because you're going to want to be able to control your money. Talk to, my guess is, at some point, if this, if you keep going on this trajectory, and Billy Joel keeps doing these shows at the Garden, at some point, <laughs> you're going to be doing a song with Billy. And I mean that. You have that. And I, Raj, do I throw compliments around? Never. He'll tell you. Like manhole covers. Right, <laughs> right, right. You have, you have, you have that. And I can see that we had Mike Del Judas um, from Big Shot in yeah. a couple of weeks ago. He's you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you, would you agree with that? Like, Mike is a guy who just busted his ass and he started playing Billy's songs and then Billy found out about it and then Billy had him come try out for the band and now he's in Billy's band and he still does Big Shot, but he goes and plays Madison Square Garden yeah. once a month or travels the world with Billy. I got to get, like, that connection with Tony Bennett because everyone you else is hurry dead. up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You better hurry up. He turned yeah. 90 yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you better hope he gets the ball out Just of bounds. Did you see him on the Thanksgiving special? Uh, on NBC when I they did. left the tree and stuff? I did. Yeah, he was but, good, but he's getting old, you know? He, yeah, he's getting, But listen, he, he's 90 and he just did a world tour with, yeah. with Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah, crazy. That, guy, that guy's got, you right. talk about passion for what you do, mm-hmm. that guy loves his job. He's yeah. not doing it. Tony Bennett doesn't need the money. 
No, but what would you do if you got that call to do, say, Mac the Knife at Madison Square Garden with Billy? I I don't know. <laughs> Someone would have to call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's something. I know something's gonna happen. Yeah. But ah, that that would be that would be incredibly life changing. I passed up. The reason I went to the Billy thing is yeah. because you want to talk about a guy who didn't know about the business and got shellacked, Billy. Billy Joel is one of them. Early on. Really? Yeah, Early yeah on, he got taken for everything. That's what I'm saying. Forget the communications thing. Radio, trust me, you'll be broke. Do this thing, you can make a ton of money, and you can manage your money and be smart about it. That's another thing. My 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 manager is my close friend. You know, is is, is my is my friend yeah. Tommy. Not big Tommy, little Tommy. Billy's <laughs> 20, 23 years old. Oh, little Tommy. Oh. The, kid, the kid's 23 years old and owns his own event company. And they're, they're now in two different states. They're looking to expand down to Look Florida and everything. 23 years old. Okay. The, my, my favorite part about him as a manager is that unlike these guys who have made it, he takes a step back and he goes, I don't know. Let me ask questions. And and I see him asking when we when we meet people when we meet people who are huge in this business like Heidi Klum's people or or Jay Leno's people the first thing he does is he asks questions and, and that that's that's what's different about us is that we grew up in the school of I'm going to learn more from your experience than I'm going to learn from screwing up on my own I'm going to learn more from your mistakes that that's how we that's how we that's how we roll that's how we figure it out so. People ask, they go, where'd you learn how to sing like this? I go, just from listening. Just from, I, I listened to all of it, and I love it. And I took a little bit, I took Sinatra's phrasing, I took uh, Bobby Darren's, uh, the, he does, he has these breaks where he breathes in, you could hear it on the track. He, he takes in these huge breaths, and, and air is important. And you take Dean Martin's vibrato, and you take uh, Tony Bennett's power, and you know, you, you, you mix it all together, and, and you get your, your own sound out of it. So we, we get our own... Uh, our own way of business out of other people's experience and other people's mistakes. Right on, man. You got time to hang out a little while longer? Of course. All right, we got to take He's a break. He's not just Sinatra. You really are a mix of all those guys. That is a great thing that you did, making like a collage of those guys. Yeah, really well, smart. It's, really you smart. Just, you got to love it. You got to love what you do. You got to love what they did. Your yeah. sister's going to kill you in your sleep. You know that, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, that's why I got a padlock on the apartment door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sal, the voice, Valentinetti from Beth Page, hanging with us. Of course, you've seen him on Idol or America's Got Talent. Uh, a few minutes with him this morning. Right now. 102.3 WBAB, Long Island's only classic rock, Roger and JP. It's 839, Sal, the voice, Valentinetti in the studio yeah. with us. Yeah, going to pump us some ACDC. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so you did You did two shows at the Paramount. You got another one tomorrow night, correct? Yes, and they're, they're all so, I mean, there's there's like five tickets left, so For don't be night? so discouraged. That's got to be, <laughs> what's the average age of your audience? Uh, oh, I, kids as young as 13 years old. Right. And people as old as 93 years old. Man. You know? My, I, I get, you're hitting all, all of it. All of it. Yeah, my wife's. Uh, grandmother, with she's huge into huge into Sinatra. She would love to see you. Yeah, she would like. She's in bad shape right now, but if we can get her out of the house, she would absolutely love to see a show like yours. Because, That's the kind of thing, though. He's because to her you know what it is because she can close her because she used to go see Sinatra. You know, she's just turned ninety. Mm. She can go see you, close her eyes, and be back at. The Copa, wherever it was that she would have seen him play. You and know? music has a profound effect on people. No question. My about it. my grandmother, my nonna, my my mother's mother has dementia. Okay. And uh, she got really sick a couple years ago. She was in the hospital. She didn't recognize anybody but me and my mother. 
And my mother's like, start singing the old Nabulidan music. Though. Mm-hmm. I sang also Lemiota. Mm-hmm. And she started singing along with it. Wow. And at the end of the song, she looked around and she was like, what am I doing in the hospital? Two weeks of, of complete confusion. Not knowing where she is. Just snapped right out of it. Music is a very powerful thing. That's huge. No yeah. question about it. So now you're That's doing, and you're also doing Westbury. Yeah, March the 3rd at the NYCB Theater in Westbury. My <laughs> father's 15 years old. 1975, he saved up his nickels and his dimes and bought my grandfather, my namesake, and my and my grandmother who taught me this music. Uh-huh. Uh, he bought them tickets to see Frank Sinatra on that same stage. At Westbury. At, oh, at Westbury. Man. Well, that's what I think. For a guy who's a crooner, that's got to be a big deal because that yeah. room is huge for crooners and comics. It's, it's a, a legendary room for crooners and comics. It's 3,000 plus seats, and yet it's one of the most intimate venues you could play yeah. because of that, that rotating stage. Are you playing and, in the full round? Yeah. They're open, they're going to, you'll sell it. Oh, and I'm hiring you. an orchestra. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I got a seven-piece band, Black Tie Brass, right now. Now, uh, uh, Ryan McNulty writes all the arrangements and everything. 25 years old, writes all my arrangements. They're, they're 22 to 28 years old, these guys. And they're so great. they all appreciate the music like you do. Exactly. That's it's the fantastic. same It's the yeah. same type of second, third generation appreciation for this. And so I'm having them and an orchestra. And we're going to do like the old Nelson Riddle arrangements and everything like that. Yeah. All the more orchestral pieces of Sinatra's later years. And, and that's stuff that's really, really beautiful and personal. So I think that Westbury is a great, great venue for that kind of show. And, and I think it's going to be much enjoyed. We also got uh, uh, Raquel Castro Mm-mm. and uh, Robbie Rosen. Oh, yeah, Robbie Rosen was on Idol, yeah. Yeah, 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 Robbie yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosen. We did Robbie some charity Rosen, stuff yeah. with Robbie. Yeah. Right, right, Robbie right, right, Rosen, right. yeah, he was on American Idol. Yeah, he's yeah. A, a, Good kid. A, awesome talents, both of them. Uh, so they'll be opening up and, and you know, Having a, having a fun time with the crowd. Very different music, so you'll, yeah. you'll be able to dance around, too. Before you split, tell the, um, tell the Jay Leno the story. Jay Leno story, because that's just, you know, it sounds nuts, but you make it sense. I booked a gig in Dubai. Uh, with two do, you realize, do you realize what that sounds like coming out of your mouth? Yeah. I booked, me and little Tommy, yeah. booked Tommy a gig in Dubai. We, we're booked, so we're going to Dubai, right? <laughs> and I get a phone, I'm, I'm driving, I get a phone call, I stop at Hollywood Motors, the guy goes, he's sitting down, I said, hold on, I got out of the car, I sat down, I go, what is it? He goes, you're opening up for Leno on November 19th at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Ooh, and I was awesome. like, oh my God, that's great. Oh, wait a second, hold on, I'll make a phone call. So he goes, what? I said, hold on one second. I called Tommy. I go, how how easily can we cancel that thing in Dubai? <laughs> he goes, he goes, Sal, it's sixty. It, it, it's a lot of money, right? <laughs> right. It, they gave you business class tickets, which are like twelve five a piece, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna pass this up for Jay Leno and a grand? I said, absolutely. Because I know, I knew that if I met Jay Leno, that 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 it would change my fate. Right after that show, Jay Leno comes out in his denim outfit. He's waiting to fly home to to Anaheim. Uh And he goes, kid, just remember one thing. One day you'll let me open up for you. And that was was one of those, like, nah, get... Yeah, get right, the hell right, out right. of here, moments, you know what I mean? I met Sugar Hill Gang in D.C., and they were excited uh, to meet me. They wanted to take pictures of me for their wives. <laughs> and that was one of those get the hell out of here moments, yeah, you know Sugar what I mean? Sugar Hill Gang? Sugar That's Hill Gang. Nuts. I have a Lincoln Continental and a sunroof Cadillac. <laughs> it is not a joke. I'm in the song right. from 1979. It's me. <laughs> so I've had so many of these these awesome moments. That working with Heidi Klum on the Holiday Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and finding out she's one of the coolest people most down-to-earth people ever yeah you know it, it was all these all these cool moments and then they're, they're not soon stopping the day after christmas i fly out to hawaii nice. to do a gig out there what and then I, I come home i have new year's eve 
leave. I'm out in, I do a lot of Florida. Yeah. I'm out in Florida. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to be down in Port St. Lucie at okay. the Taste of Little Italy Feast, and that's January 28th in Port St. Lucie. Okay. Yeah. You probably could play Florida the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I did a show in Florida. Two nights brought 3,500 people a night. Nice. <laughs> Some people drove two hours to be there, yes, went right. home, and then drove back the next night. <laughs> it, it, what does it, that tell you? I'm telling you, man, you're on to something. It tells I'm like the Drake of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the senior citizen. Well, Drake. listen, man, we wish you nothing <laughs> but the great. best of luck. Good luck Thank tomorrow you. night at the Paramount yes, and at Thank Westbury. Thank you very much. And make sure you come back in and we'll Thank get you. that. At Sal The Voice on all social media, SalTheVoiceNY.com. And we'll get, the, Good job, Sal. We'll get the, that uh, Westbury show sold out for you. And anytime, doors open, man. And may... Uh, May you have a lot of those what they f moments. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, you're, you're gonna good, keep having them, aren't you? You're a good, you're a good kid, man. Good luck. Thank Sal you, guys. Sal Valentinetti, the voice, 21 years old from Beth Page with the Holy yeah. Trinity. Yeah. Next stop, Saran Cadillac for a new car. How about it, guys? Here's <laughs> <laughs> Ted. Your BAB Sunrise Toyota, Long Island traffic, Southern State westbound. Lots of traffic from the Seaford Oyster Bay Express.